0: Welcome to the E-Commerce Fuel Podcast, the show dedicated to helping six and seven-figure store owners build amazing companies, outgun the competition, and make more money. I'm your host and fellow e-commerce entrepreneur, Andrew Udarian. Hey guys, it's Andrew here, and welcome to the ECommerce Fuel Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in today. And today, gonna be talking about Black Friday, a handful of weeks after the date itself, but I want to dive into the holiday, or the holiday. I don't know if you can call it a holiday. probably can't. It's becoming one kind of in America. But uh, I want to talk uh, about the day, how to optimize for it if you're an e-commerce store, really how to make it the best day uh, of the year for you. And joining me to, uh, to really dissect this is uh, a man who currently, I believe, is recovering from frostbite, standing in line all night looking for Pokemon deals,
1: which kind of surprised me. Black Friday. <laughs> Bill D'Alessandro of rebelceo.com. Bill, how's it going, man? It's going great. I uh, actually, I was not in line, but I did get an iPad on Black Friday. You did? Did yes. It was the first time I participated in the great consumer rush, but I get, saved like 150 bucks on a new iPad. That's so, awesome, and you all oh, online, of course. Did you do much on uh, Cyber Monday? I bought a couple of Christmas gifts on Cyber Monday. Nothing too crazy, but that was on Friday. I went into Target. I braved brave Target with the whole, with the masses for an iPad. It was kind of experience, you know, I felt like I needed to participate in it had to be like a real American, you know. <laughs> crazy. And Bill, I can't remember if I said Cyber Monday
0: the best day or Black Friday, but um, we'll get into it, but they kind of become this kind of become this huge just from Friday on to Monday, at least if you're in the online space. Really retail in general
1: is just a melee. It's crazy. It is cra- and you know, I noticed, I don't know if you noticed as a consumer, But I noticed as a consumer this year, it seemed to me like in past years, like there was Black Friday and there was Cyber Monday. It seemed to me this year that it just kind of all ran together. Like, you know, it was like Cyber Weekend and like brands ran basically the same deal on Friday and they just ran it for three days and ended it on Cyber Monday. Did you experience that? Did you feel that way?
0: Yeah, I felt that way too. And and it's, we'll kind of get into structuring different deals, but that's how we kind of took a little more of a stair step approach and stepped it up for Cyber Monday. But yeah, I felt like it was just a huge four-day shopping spree holiday. It was crazy. Yeah, Yeah, it was. So I got to ask you and maybe this is maybe this is a sacrilegious question to ask given that we're both in e-commerce but do you have any cognitive dissonance profiting so much from you know what in some ways is kind of it's great for business but in some ways you could it can be a pretty gross holiday in terms of just mass consumption and worshiping stuff. And just, I tend to be a guy who, you know, not a huge fan of buying a bunch of stuff, which is kind of ironic given that I'm in e-commerce, but do you ever, I mean, it's such a good holiday and such a good weekend on the business side, but, any kind of
1: issues with it on, on kind of a deeper level that you have?: I don't think Black Friday is a day for philosophy. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean no I mean, I agree with you in that yeah, like generally you should spend your money on experiences instead of things, and it's more enjoyable. But the fact of the matter is we're not going to fix the American consumer, so you might as well just get on board. you know people are going to buy a whole crap load of stuff that weekend anyway and they're going to buy it you know they're looking to buy christmas presents i mean christmas is the time of year where people buy you know q4 people buy everything like you might as well get on the train i mean there's you know you saw a couple brands like you know rei was closed on black friday this year Mm -hmm. with their uh hashtag opt outside and they got some really great pr for that that being said they didn't do it for the pr bill let's be honest
0: it had nothing to do with the pr nothing
1: of course not (laughs) (laughs) Um, but no, I I don't know. It doesn't bother me. I mean, people want to buy their stuff either way and they want to save some money and yeah, I'll give them a good deal. So if you are looking for
0: an ethical discussion on this topic, look elsewhere. We're going to dive into the actual, the actual mechanics of how that works. So let's go ahead and uh, get into the meat and potatoes for today's episode. So Bill, I think it's interesting, you know, Cyber Monday, especially Black Friday has been a kind of a staple for a while, but I feel like you can't ignore Cyber Monday anymore. I, for us, it was our first year really diving in and taking a very intentional approach to market, which seems kind of funny. But the last last year, we were in the middle of a big migration, didn't have the bandwidth for it. And years before, it was a thing, right? There was Cyber Monday, but it wasn't really a big thing. But I feel like Cyber Monday, at least for us, it's a thing now, almost as big as Black Friday, and it's definitely matured.
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, I've, I'm actually surprised to hear you say that. Cyber Monday, I think, has been a thing for a couple of years now. We did Cyber Monday with my brands last year and did very well. In fact, I think Cyber Monday, it seems like this year, as I alluded to earlier, was actually less of a big deal than it's been the past year or two because I felt like it ran together with Black Friday, like with the whole Mm. weekend. I feel like uh, last year, I specifically remember just so many brands doing big Cyber Monday things and so many brands, online brands, sitting out Black Friday almost in prep for Cyber Monday.
0: And that's crazy. And maybe that's just me totally personalizing it because we weren't as uh, involved on the promo side last year. But it was interesting, some national stats like sales were up 16% year over year on Cyber Monday from last year, the biggest online sales day for firms ever wow. coming in at, uh, at just over $3 billion. For the day, which is wild and uh, nice. kind of interesting fact, twenty six percent came from mobile, which is kind of crazy.
1: I saw that article. That is crazy.
0: Yeah, just it's kind of mind blowing. And personally, on our side, I'd be interested to hear how it was for you, Bill. Like we had our conversion rate was three x what it normally was. We had our best day ever in terms of individual orders on Monday that in the whole eight year history of the business. Which was I didn't expect it to be like that. Which was phenomenal. So
1: nice. That's fantastic. Yeah, we had. Let's see. I'm pulling out my numbers now. We had our conversion rate on Monday. So we took an interesting approach this year, which I don't know if I'll do again next year. So we sat out Black Friday. So we do a lot of email marketing, and we've got a fairly loyal customer base. So we sent them on Friday. We sent a like a stay home with your family. We sent pictures of our families. And we were like, stick around, wait for our Cyber Monday deal. Oh, nice. And then Cyber Monday, we had about a, like a 10x revenue day. So (laughs) roughly, maybe closer to 15x versus a normal day. But, like, that's good. But last year we ran Black Friday and Cyber Monday, and both of those days were 8 to 10x. So I'm kind of thinking that next year we'll go back to two different deals instead of just the one. Because, you know, if you get 8x twice or 10x once, you know, you'd rather have the two days.
0: Yeah, it'd be interesting. And this is the kind of thing you can't split test, obviously, because it's, I mean, it, I mean, maybe you could a little bit, but it'd be difficult to to try to figure out doubling down on one day versus splitting across the two. You can make the argument that, you know, the more emails that you send out, the more promos, the more likely you can get people to buy. You can also make the argument probably for someone like, you know, you especially, Bill, where you've got a very loyal email list that they're probably not going to buy both days that you've got to a fixed number of people they're going to buy and they just kind of split up depending on when you, when you focus on them.
1: See, that's what I thought. And so that's why we figured that we would get them just kind of all at once and we'd build up the excitement and get them all at once. But it seems like I was wrong about that because, you know, maybe some people are doing their shopping Friday and then they say, I'll oh, wait, or some people say they'll wait till cyber Monday. So I think, I think having a presence on both days next year is what we're going to do. And we structured it, kind
0: of did a stair-step approach. So what we did was on Friday, rolled out a, a coupon... It's just pretty much saying, hey, 10% off everything for the next four days. You, know, you kind of talked about the four days just kind of all merging together. Well, we took that approach. Uh-huh. Uh, so 10% off everything with a note to kind of say, hey, and on, on Monday, stay tuned because we'll have some screaming deals on a few select items. And then so Monday rolls around, we sent out another email and reminds people about the 10% discount. But then we listed a handful of our, you know, either items that were really popular, just screaming good prices or items that we could get really great discounts on that could discount even deeper and kind of throw out there for people to have at. So. So
1: did you go back to your suppliers and say, can you work with us so you could pass through a discount or did you just eat the whole discount?
0: We did. We went through and we asked if we could get a discount. And then we also looked for items that they were already really deeply discounting, trying to get rid of. And we took kind of a two pronged approach for that. So.
1: Nice. So you didn't have to just eat all of it straight out of your margin?
0: Not all of it, yeah. But we definitely ate some of it. I think I should have looked at the margin for that day before we hopped on. It was definitely lower. But one thing we tried to do too is with the discounting is for some of those items that we deeply discounted where we maybe didn't get a big cut from the manufacturer, make sure that we were selling items that A, already we had a great margin on, and B, sell items that were a little more prone for add on items, you know, so we deeply discounted antennas, which you can add, you know, springs and quick disconnects and mounts and all these kind of things that a lot of times people add on. So even if you don't make money on that as a loss leader, you've got something where it's not killing you.
1: Yep. That makes sense. Nice. Yeah.
0: What about you built on a halo effect in terms of what you saw on Tuesday, Wednesday, you know, throughout the rest of the week?
1: So our deal was 15% off, and we just ran it on Monday. We did 15% off everything, and then we threw in a free lip balm for every order, which is a six dollar item. So, you know, that was that was a pretty big deal, and we don't ever offer a better deal than that. That's the best deal we offer every year. And kind of I think the customers know that 15% is where we are. They'll never see anything better than that. So that's our good deal. You know, we came out with that on Monday, and as I said, we had a good day. And then what we did, which I would recommend that you try next year, is extend it into Tuesday. So we sent once in the morning on Cyber Monday, and then we sent again at 8 p.m., four hours left email. And then we sent again on Tuesday morning that said Cyber Monday extended 24 hours. And we had a 4x day that day on Tuesday. So again, though, I think that is piggybacking on the strength of my email list because we keep our, our email subscribers engaged and we get good open rates and stuff. But if you do have an engaged customer base, I think a cyber... Tuesday extension can do well. You still have your, your scarcity at the end of the day on Monday and then give them one more day for the people that didn't quite get there. I mean, we got a 4X day out of it. So, you know, definitely worth doing. And then as far as since then, it's been pretty dead. Uh, we, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Wednesday and we're now recording this on Friday, December 4th. And so Wednesday and Thursday have been like 25% of, of a normal day.
0: Yeah, we had something similar. We didn't do the emails on Tuesday like you did, which I think is a good tip. We'll test that next year. Monday, of course, best day ever. Tuesday was probably was still a really good day, probably up fifty percent from an average day. And then Wednesday, oh man, I mean, it was brutal. Because I mean, when you when you have a slow day in and of itself, it's bad. But when you have a slow day coming off, like when you're used to for a couple days, just seeing like you know, stratospheric numbers. And then you just see, and you're just like, oh.
1: (laughs) I know. I know. It's depressing. It is. It's emotional. But uh, you start going, well, will they ever come back? (laughs) Like how much, you know, did I pull six months of sales forward into this one day? Yeah. You know, it's nerve wracking. It is. One thing that's interesting, maybe
0: flipping our perspective a little bit, you mentioned on Black Friday, you did some shopping. I didn't do any shopping on Black Friday, but Cyber Monday, I bought, a ton of stuff that I had been kind of on the fence about, not on the fence. i have been purchases. I've just been lazy about had been putting off. Like I won't bore you with all the details, but, um, but yeah, probably half, you know, maybe three or four or five items, which for me is an enormous shopping day. And yeah. um, so I wonder, it's interesting. I wonder if, I mean, obviously it kind of goes back to that discussion about discounting, like discounting can genuinely drive, more sales and more revenue and more profits for if you do it right. But if you're not careful, you train people to wait for that day. Cause I was totally trained. There was three, four items. I was like, well, I'm just going to buy the last couple of weeks, but I'll wait till Black Friday or Cyber Monday, pick them up. And, um, it's interesting. So how do you, do you have any thoughts on that in terms of balancing? How big of a discount do you feel like you should offer?
1: Yeah. So I, two thoughts on that. Uh, one, I think you definitely need to offer, I would do something, you know, I would offer some sort of discount because people are, waiting for it. If you know, people are thinking, oh, I wanna buy a radio, like maybe I'll just see what they have on Black Friday, even if they're gonna buy it anyway. So offer something, but I don't think you have to go like crazy deep. I think people just wanna get like a deal. You know, and, and I think it's more like reminding people you have a deal, reminding people of, of your brand, and saying like, hey, you got Christmas coming up, remember to buy some gifts. You know, that, now is the opportunity. I think the idea is to focus the consumer on today is the day to get a deal, don't wait. You know, like we're not coming out with anything in mid-December. You know, now's the time you should buy something to get a deal. And when you talk about people are going to wait, this is something that we did differently this year, which I wonder if muted our Black Friday Cyber Monday sales. Is that we took more of a cohesive holiday marketing approach? So we started our holiday marketing November first. So we put together uh, in kind of fall, we put together a full six week holiday plan that ran through November 1st all the way through December you know, 19th or whenever the last day for shipping is. So we started off, we didn't do like heavy deals, but we started to do some holiday marketing, like priming people like Gift season is coming up. Here are some gift sets. We did a couple targeted discounts. We did like a happy hour sale, you know, just getting people used to getting our emails and getting people in this mode, you know, hitting them with a couple emails like great winter gifts, like gifts for him. We did a whole email like gifts for him and we highlighted like the shave cream and, you know, a couple other scents that are guy specific. And then we did like gifts for mom, you know, like all these things that we got people thinking. And then on Cyber Monday, You know, our copy was get your Christmas shopping done. Like here are all the gifts. We highlighted our gift sets, but we had been kind of easing the people in with deals for a couple weeks beforehand. So we were warming them up to get, you know, get them ready for that deal.
0: Interesting. Another approach, one of our forum members, I had this and I thought it was brilliant. His name is Marshall Morris from a site called iheartdogs.com. They do a bunch of really cool dog related products and and give the proceeds to shelter animals. And, you know, he's very anti discount for the reasons, I mean, obvious reasons. Don't want to train your customers to just be waiting for you. And instead of, you know, offering 20% off or something, he offered on Cyber Monday, instead of the normal contribution they made to help shelter dogs, they made twice the contribution. So the, the subject line of their email was, sorry, no discounts today. We're giving shelter dogs the deal. And we'll link up to kind of the discussion he talks about the, his approach and all that in the, in the community. But I thought it was awesome. And if you can do that, if there's any way that you can get a little creative, and it's going to vary, of course, based on your niche and your market. But if you can somehow get creative without having to give up a ton of your margin, that's it's going to be a huge win for you.
1: Yeah, definitely. Another way to do that, if you don't like discounting, if you guys know Huckberry, they're a online, a curated online retailer for kind of men's gifts. Awesome. They're so good at e-commerce. If you want to see a brand that does very, very well at e-commerce, subscribe to Huckberry's emails and follow what they do. They did, for their Black Friday, they put, Basically, put a gift certificate in every order, and they said that you know, you'll get any every order gets anywhere between five and five hundred dollars of Huckberry store credit. Oh, nice! So, you get, a, you get them back to use that store credit, you know, for a second order. So that's another thing you can do is offer a discount, sort of on a future order, or like earn, you know, earn ten dollars of store credit with every order placed today.
0: Well, I love the like I love that. the randomness of it too. It's kind of like the the diamond candles approach where oh, you know, ninety nine percent of you know the rings are I'm guessing here, maybe I'm wrong, but they're not. You know, you're not going to retire on them. But every now and then you get something that just it's that that element of surprise and interest that is more valuable than anything.
1: Yep, Uh, you could also do, I think they also did, um, you know, because all their customers are guys, they said on whatever day it was, not, I don't think this was a Cyber Monday, maybe it was Black Friday, they said, we're going to give away, they got their hands on a bottle of Pappy Van Winkle bourbon, which is, you know, like over $1,000 or something. And they said that one lucky customer who orders is going to get the Pappy in their box. (laughs) Um, you (laughs) know, they had pictures of it and stuff. So like, you can do like, if you don't want to give everybody a discount, you can do like a giveaway for everybody that orders on the day.
0: Very cool. Bill, I want to talk about coupons, not, not necessarily discounting, but do you offer a coupon or or don't you? And of course it's the, the benefits. The pros are, you know, of course that, uh, if you do offer a coupon, you know, you're not necessarily giving the deal to normal shoppers uh, who who otherwise would come in. Although maybe that's another side topic too. You know, do you put a banner up at the top? We didn't, but I know a lot of people do. Another pro is is this totally shocked me. The number of people that did not use the coupon. Like I know the vast majority of the people that came in on, on over that long weekend were coming in because we were emailing them out because the sales were so much higher than normal. But it it shocked me at the number of people that didn't actually use that coupon.
1: So what, like you had a sizable number of orders that were just full price orders? Oh yeah.
0: I mean, probably half, you know, if not more of our orders, they didn't use a coupon. It was crazy.
1: Wow. I wonder uh, if you're like, your stuff is rather big ticket, right? Mm, uh, not necessarily. For a consumer. Yeah. Like, you know, a couple hundred bucks? It totally depends. I mean, we had orders come in for anywhere
0: from $20 up to a couple hundred dollars. So, so that's not something you saw that you saw almost everyone using your coupons.
1: Almost everybody. That being said, we put the banner up I have very strong opinions on this that you should, instead of just decreasing the prices on everything, you should. I think you should definitely do a coupon because it lets people realize they're getting a deal. You know, if they just come to your website and the things are lower priced, if they don't know, you know, like the back of their hand, what the prices were before, or if you don't make that really obvious they're not going to know that they're getting a deal. And I think that decreases your conversion rate. Whereas if you put a big banner across the top of your site that says, use code cyber15 for 15% off all orders, and then they can type that in the box and they go, wow, my price just decreased You know, $150 or something. You know, and they get to feel that, like, press enter, save the money. Right, right. Which I think is psychologically powerful.
0: Yeah, do you worry, and this is, uh, I think I know what you're going to say, but like we didn't put a banner with the deals on our website because... And totally open to this is potentially some flawed logic in terms of maximizing your revenue on Cyber Monday. But I figured if people were coming regularly to shop and they needed basic CB stuff, basic products, you know, why give up the margin on that if it's not you know if they were going to buy anyway? And so really offer that that discounted deal to people on your email list who you're trying to incentivize who otherwise might not come. And that's a hard thing to weigh. And you know, I know Cyber Monday you probably have a lot of people. Out shopping anyway but uh, I mean you did that so you were I'm guessing just counting on the fact that uh, pretty much everyone was looking for a deal on Cyber Monday and you, you had to offer one
1: well my feeling was like as you said you said they were going to buy anyway but that's not necessarily true they were going to come to your website anyway you might have significantly boosted your conversion rate by putting a coupon out there you know, a cold website visitor shopping around at Cyber Monday, maybe I'm looking for some deals, maybe I'm willing to buy something. They end up on rightchannelradios.com and they see a big old 15% off or 10% off. Today's the only day, 24 hours only. That boosts your conversion rate fairly significantly. I don't know what else you could do to boost your conversion rate that significantly besides a big flashing discount code across the top with a time sensitive limit. The flip side of that is why would you offer the discount to your repeat customers who have already bought from you and not offer a discount to new customers who you're trying to acquire? Yeah, you know, good, that's good point, because so,
0: there's, yeah, you're the ones that haven't bought yet are going to be much less likely. They're a lot harder to earn over.
1: So. Right. So, I mean, if, if you want to be giving anybody a discount, it's the new customers. So why wouldn't you put it on a banner on your site?
0: Yeah, good point. I think we'll be, uh, we'll probably be reconsidering that next year.
1: <laughs> yeah, we did it. I mean, I've done it both ways. I've gotten comfortable with it. So that's, that's the way I roll. I, I see both sides of it, but we splash it everywhere on the website. We want people to use it.
0: Bill, any crazy Cyber Monday operational snafus or mess ups? We had somebody in the forum who was talking about their, their internet went out on Cyber Monday, which sounded like a nightmare. Crazy stuff. Anything happened to you guys or was it pretty smooth?
1: Nothing too crazy. We had to bring in some part-time help to get all the orders out, but we, we call and we, we called uh, Tuesday, holy shit Tuesday. Which follows Cyber Monday. If you work in e-commerce, because <laughs> you've got to ship everything <laughs> out. Because you got to ship everything out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Unless
0: you're drop shipping, and then it's just another wonderful day. That is true. Yeah. That is true. <laughs> Bill. Well, hey, congrats on the uh, on the killer Cyber Monday Black Friday weekend. And uh, yeah, looking forward to a good Christmas, good holiday season. And thanks for coming on.
1: Yep. Thanks, man. It was fun as always.
0: That's going to do it for this week. If you enjoyed the episode, make sure to check out the eCommerce Fuel private forum, a vetted community exclusively for six and seven figure store owners. With over 600 experienced members and thousands of monthly comments, it's the best place online to connect with and learn from other successful store owners to help you grow your business. To learn more and apply, visit eCommerceFuel.com forward slash form. Thanks so much for listening. And I'm looking forward to seeing you again next Friday. Oh, will oh, oh, oh,